Welcome to Salisbury Sermons, a podcast ministry of First United Methodist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina. Today's sermon is a continuation through the story 2021, our discipleship emphasis for this year, where we are encountering God anew in the story of Scripture from beginning to end. Matthew chapter 1, beginning with the 18th verse. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Look, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O Lord, thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. It had been a long day. Getting up at the crack of dawn, ready for a full day of work. Joseph woke up, ready to complete a project. He had been working on it for quite some time. It was a table with matching benches for a family that also lived in the same village. He wanted to sand it one more time just to make sure, because he wanted to make the rough places plain. As he was working on this, he was imagining the family that would soon be using these benches, the children sitting on top of it, sitting at this table. And he didn't want these children to get any splinters. And as he's working, he's remembering the lessons from his father. After all, Joseph was an apprentice to his father, who was a master carpenter. And he wondered if he would someday pass along these lessons to his son. Would he have the chance to teach his son how to make a miter cut, how to do dovetail joinery? He worked hard, and when the sun set, and night fell, it was easy for Joseph to drift off into sleep, into the darkness of the night. He woke up the next day ready to start a new project, and when he did, he was startled. Someone said, Joseph, Mary needs to talk to you. Not sure what this was about. He wanted to make sure that he went and spoke with Mary. After all, they were betrothed, meaning they were legally bound together. Not married just yet, but they were together. 
still living in separate homes. When he talked with Mary, he discovered something he was not anticipating. He started thinking back on the calendar, started thinking about times that he was with her, and he knew this had to be something different. He started looking back on her calendar, and he knew her to be a faithful woman. He was told that this child was from the Holy Spirit. But still, he had trouble making sense of it all. This was a difficult situation for Joseph. Because in this culture and in this time, he would be disgraced. Not just him, but his whole family. And after all, Joseph is of the lineage of King David. He had a reputation to uphold. How could this possibly be? Joseph legally had the opportunity for Mary to be dismissed. That he could just make sure that she would leave the village, go off to someplace else, and he wouldn't have to be bothered by her ever again. He was debating what to do, agonizing deep in his soul. He went to work that day after talking with Mary, but he couldn't get a thing done. He went home, and once again, the sun set, night fell. This night, he could not go to sleep easily, tossing and turning, not sure what to make of the current situation, not knowing how this would impact his future, and he was troubled. He woke up the next day, and he became resolute about what he would do. As an honorable man, Joseph didn't want to do anything to hurt Mary, but he needed to take care of business, and so he made plans for Mary. He went on with the rest of his day, and and that night, when the sun set and night fell, when Joseph drifted off to sleep in the dark of night, He was visited by an angel. A messenger of God came to Joseph in his sleep, and he experienced the brightness of God's love in the dark of night. And the angel had a very special message for Joseph. Do not pray, because this child, this child, he is special. He is from God. He is God's flesh in Mary's womb. And this child will have a special name. His name will be Jesus, which has such an extraordinary meaning, talking about how he will be the savior of his people. That's what his name means. Barbara Brown Taylor wrote this marvelous book, entitled, Learning to Walk in the Dark. I know many of you have picked up a copy and have started reading it. We're going to have one-time discussion groups. If you'd like to be a part of it, we'd love for you to pick up a book. And and actually, even if you haven't picked it up yet, maybe you can be a part of the discussion and then read the book later. Next week, Sunday, during the Sunday school hour in the parlor, 
and then on Monday the 13th, 7.30 on Zoom, and then Tuesday the 14th, 2 o'clock at the home of Nancy Rudd. It's really a terrific book. One of the things that she claims in this book is that we have a negative connotation about darkness that perhaps hasn't always suited us well. We think of darkness as something bad. We associate evil with it. Many of us, when we go to bed at night, because we don't want the darkness to overwhelm us, every place where there's a light socket, we put in a nightlight. Every hallway, every restroom, just to make sure. Some of us may actually have, from our childhood, a, a wonderful association with the darkness. Maybe you have a camping trip with your family. That's one of your wonderful memories from childhood. But the darkness is part of life. Every day. Every day follows the night and then leads into another night. We experience during the light of day the opportunity to work, to engage in activity. We have clarity because we can see better to know what we are supposed to do. That's what the light gives us during the day. But you know, life doesn't just stop as soon as night falls. Night is a chance for us to rest, to be refreshed to connect with friends and family. It's a chance to reflect, to have better connection with who we are. We have an opportunity during the day, but we also have an opportunity in the dark. And I don't want us to miss it because there's so much that we can learn in the dark. Joseph received this amazing message from one of God's messengers in the dark. It was while he was sleeping that he heard this message, do not be afraid. And dear friends, that's a message that we need to hear as well because I know that many of us are in the dark. What do I mean by that? It's a metaphor to talk about life circumstances. For example, I know that many, many people are caring for a beloved family member, a spouse, a parent, a child, and they find themselves at their wit's end, not sure what to do next. They see this beloved family member struggling, having a difficult time, it might be related to work or school or health. But as a family member who is loving and devoted, we, we want to be helpful. We want to know the right thing to say. We want to help navigate a difficult situation. But we find ourselves in the dark. I know other people who are, are experiencing difficult financial times. Work is not what it used to be. The pension that we have been counting on is, is not there. Meanwhile, with soaring health care costs, things are a struggle now when we weren't planning on them to be a struggle. We're not sure what to make of it. What is this going to mean for the upcoming year, we wonder? 
we find ourselves in the dark. And I know many young people, perhaps you do too, college students, high school students, and younger, they're coming up on a time in their life and they're looking around and noticing that things are very different than the life that they thought it would be. Finding themselves in the dark. We, we long for the daytime when we can see and understand, when we can do and understand our next steps. But so much of life is lived in the dark. And we need to, as Barbara Brown Taylor puts it, learn to walk in the dark. For us to do this, I believe what we need to do is listen once again to what the angel said to Joseph. Do not be afraid, because the Lord is here. We're told, of course, that the name Emmanuel means God is with us. And that's good news for us today. That's the good news of God's love, and I don't want you to miss it, dear friends. You may be in the dark right now, and if you are, you're in good company. There are many others as well. Joseph, of all people, was in the dark. And I believe that Joseph learned to walk in the dark over the course of many weeks and months. Didn't just happen in one visit from an angel. That was a long road to Bethlehem. For you and for me, we hear once again the voice of the angel. Do not be afraid. Fear has a way of, of crippling us, of holding us back, preventing us from living fully into the life that God would have for us. As you go forth into the rest of this day, into the rest of this week, as you make your journey to the manger, I pray that you do so without any fear getting in the way. There's good news for us because the Lord Jesus is here strengthening us, encouraging us, providing just what we need so that we can learn to walk in the dark. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we ask that you would rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to share us with your friends. For more information about FUMC and our mission to make and nurture Christian disciples through the presence and power of God, we invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And please visit our website at fumcsalisbury.org.